I don't know. That, that, that's his first injury. That's a little speculative, and I just invented a word. <laughs> speculative. That's a real word. Are you serious? I think that's. I'm pretty sure that's a real I word. I knew that. That's why I said All right. it. <laughs> that's why I said it. Wait, hold on. Just let me look at that real quick. I've, I, I have this whole thing recording, by the way, just. This is That's all recording, just in case we want like Are B, you B roll or whatever you call that in audio, <laughs> B B clip. Yeah, surreal. Yeah, speculative. All right, speculative. Let's go. Get, get, get. Welcome back to the Triple Coverage Podcast. Um, let's get it. Football talk. I'm Julio Martinez here with Eddie, Reagan, and Michelle. Dang. Excited to talk football with you guys. I'm here at the USC campus at the Annenberg Media Center. So let's get right into it. Um, sure. We're going to start off with Thursday Night Football last night. <laughs> um, Eagles came out with the W against the Packers. What would you guys think about that? No, Reagan has something to say. You always not got something to say about my Eagles, bro. Uh, we really needed that one. Uh, yes, y'all did. Who, if we'd have went to one and three, that would have been. And the Cowboys went to four and zero. Oh? Yeah, the, y'all not. Call, never mind. I'm talking we'll about see. the Eagles. We'll I'm not even we'll gonna see. get into we'll that. See. It was a really good game. Carson Wentz played spectacular he as did. always. But you know what impressed me the most yesterday was the fact that we finally. Finally, put that running game together, uh, and, and was, what really showed was the health. Exactly, yeah, I, I was expecting a lot from the the tandem of Jordan Howard and Miles Sanders. Exactly, and finally that offensive line put it together. They mm-hmm. freaking bullied that uh, that Green Bay defensive line. So I'm excited to see what, what was coming. We got the Jets next week. Well, I think I think this is going to be the start of a streak. Yeah, that game popped the bubble of the Green Bay Packers dominant defense mm-hmm. they had so yeah, far exactly. I think shows I, I didn't really see it anyway like they, they, they're they they're a decent defense but I didn't see like they people were putting them on the level of like Chicago the only oh, the no, only problem Chicago the only problem I saw with the Eagles was again Devontae Adams just killing Bro, them we, and their cornerbacks we don't have corners that, that's what I'm saying so, I might as well go wear a jersey so, and play so, corner so is Jalen Ramsey really yes. becoming an option yes Y'all he's gotta, been an option I don't understand why we don't pull a trigger on that, on that. I'd give up the two first-rounders right now. I'd give up the two first-rounders right now because our corners are that bad. Yeah, I can't wait till Amari comes in and beats up on on (laughs) those corners over there. Yeah. We already got Cowboys-Eagles beef in here. All right. But obviously, I think we should, uh, you know, send out thoughts and prayers to Jamal Williams and Mm -hmm. Monte Maddox. Yeah, definitely. Two nasty injuries, you know. Yeah, that was really unfortunate. Yeah, that's, to, uh, that's the tough part. Yeah, I mean, watching the end of that game because of Ante Maddox, I think he got injured with less than a minute to go. Mm-hmm. Because was, of Andrew Sandejo, who needs to be cut right bullet, now. You know? <laughs> right now. I mean, it's just unfortunate because it was a close game and Green Bay had that scoring opportunity. But watching the they last did. minute of that game, it mm-hmm. was it, it was it was kind of anticlimactic, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Classic Rogers, though. Yeah, yeah, I mean, at the end of the game, you you. Don't want the ball in that guy's hands, but you know he pulled it. He pulled off a what, a touchdown drive with half a minute before halftime, yep. and I thought he was going to do yeah. that yeah. Aaron Rodgers stuff. You know the Eagles' defense is going to hold up, man. What happened on that goal line stand? I missed. I didn't get to watch that. So it was an interception. Yeah. Are you talking no, about no, the no, end no, of the, the game or the, the turnover oh, on downs? Yeah. Oh, I got yeah. you. Uh, so he, they actually passed the ball a lot more than they should have in my eyes. I feel like if they just tried to hand it to Aaron Jones and pound it, they probably would have got the touchdown. But they, really? they tried to pass e- against it. Against that Eagles secondary? Yeah. Against that. I guess you want to bet on the. I don't know how you feel about the, that. The, the fourth, 
fourth and goal, they went to Jimmy Graham, and you know it hit him in the hands, but it was oh it yeah, was, it would have been he a almost, difficult catch. J- yeah. Jimmy yeah. Graham was out there trying to make one-handed hey, catches for two, balls he could use yeah, two hands to exactly. catch. I mean, it's like, Jimmy on two was, different occasions, it was just unnecessary. He yeah. hasn't been impressive since he was in New Orleans, but yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Personally, uh, I think that was due to a bad play calling, but you know. If you are betting against an aspect of the Eagles' defense, obviously you're going to bet against the, the corners. Yeah, and put the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands. They target Adams in that stand. Um, I I don't remember. The, I'm trying to. I'm trying. I don't to know. Think. I but, just know Devontae Adams had to come out of the game um, with his, his foot. That's right? Yeah, with, with with half a. I'm uh, not sure half if we a quarter of the game yeah. with the win. If we, uh, yeah. I was going to say, I think if Devontae Adams stays in the game, the Green Green Bay wins that game. But I will Aaron, say. In regards to that uh, gold length scene you were talking about, the Eagles' corner, our issue isn't particularly uh, in in short situations. It's bombs we're, away. We're physical. Beat is yeah. bombs we're away. We're so freaking slow That's what I'm saying. that people get beat deep all the time. Too easily. But yeah. There's one play, I think the first bomb to Devontae Adams where oh my God. the Eagles' cor- the Eagle corner was in front of him. was in front of yards yesterday. He didn't even play the whole game. Yeah, and Devontae, yeah, and Devontae still beat him. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the, the corner was playing, like, so far off him. Like, they were just giving him. Yeah. And then the corner, was, I think it was, a, I want to say it was Avanti Maddox, but then he comes crashing, and then Devontae just runs right past yeah. him. You know how it bad it is right now? I'm missing Jalen Mills. <laughs> and he's, like, utter garbage. So I, if I'm missing Jalen Mills being on the field, that's how you know it's, it's awful. I don't even, dude, Ronald Darby's just disappointing to me right now. Him and Sidney Jones. Uh, we should talk about Devontae Adams, though, because I thought it was a pretty big turning point in the game. When he went out, it looked like Aaron Rodgers didn't have a target to go to. He, he, he threw He threw to Jimmy yeah, Graham Jimmy a lot, Graham. but Jimmy Graham just, feed him. I mean, yeah. you could see on Aaron Rodgers' face that he was like, what the hell, Jimmy Graham? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's what all Geronimo Allison, Jake... Kumaro, uh, I think Kumaro was injured, but uh, Marcus Valdez Scantling was. Yeah, the, the, behind Devontae, there's there's not yeah, too much talent right there. Those are yeah. clearly number two, possibly number three receivers, but yeah. it's Devontae Adams who yeah. carries that unit. Uh, but yeah, he goes down that whole offense. I'm not gonna say the whole offense because you still have Rodgers, but you know it, it's definitely a difference. You could tell. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he definitely missed that target. Um, Anyway, they rushed uh, him like crazy too. Yeah, they did. They they blitzed Aaron Rodgers like. I mean, that's like what we that's crazy. what we do because the the whole defense is predicated on our DBs suck, but we're gonna get to the quarterback, quarterback so yeah. quickly that we can yeah. hide it. Yeah. But what's been going on the past couple of weeks is that we haven't been getting to the quarterback mm. at all, and it's been exposing the crap out of our secondary. Yeah. But yeah, we, we got to him finally, and I think that's why we ended up. So actually, af- after the game, Matt Lafleur got a lot of flack, at least on Twitter, when I was looking through it mm-hmm. for his game planning. Mm-hmm. And I thought actually you were talking about that he passed the ball too much. I thought he actually ran the ball too much. I think so. Until he got to the end of the game situation at the goal well, line. I, I was saying he passed the ball too much in, in the red zone. I I think yeah, you know, yeah. trying to like to pound okay. it. But but I thought during the game you had to you had to expose you had to play to Rogers' strength. And then you have to expose the Eagles' weakness. And Roger's strength is passing the ball, obviously creating something out of nothing. And then the Eagles' weakness is obviously their secondary. And I thought, especially after Jamal Williams went down, I mean, they it felt like they just ran the ball too much. Aaron Rodgers was out there looking like Lamar Jackson. <laughs> I yeah, swear, how did you runs? let Aaron Rodgers rush for 50 <laughs> yards on you? Like, that was, that was frustrating to watch. So, Eagles signed 
cornerback Orlando Skandrick. We did. We did um, sign Skandrick, which tells you how desperate we are right yeah. now. We just a, took a former cowboy. A former cowboy. A former cowboy. It's that bad. Nice. Holding it's defense. Nice. <laughs> Number blank. Yeah. Yeah. Five yard penalty, automatic first down. That's what you're yeah. getting from Skandrick, right? Really? He wasn't he wasn't that good last he was on the what Chiefs last year? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he Lord have mercy, I mean the, the Chiefs secondary was not we'll good see. last year yeah. either. We'll see how that it's turns bad out. out here, um well in other news, uh Melvin Gordon is back with the Chargers. Yeah. Uh how do you guys how do you, how do you guys think that plays out for them in the AFC West? I don't see. I mean, the running game hasn't suffered that, exactly. that much. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. But I'm sure that he'll add to their offense. They'll be able to have more of a one-two punch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Probably not go straight into giving um, giving Gordon 20 carries in the game. But yeah. I think that adding him to their offense makes an already dynamic offense more much dynamic. more dynamic. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and uh, I see them as legitimate contenders right now. Yeah, really. Me too. Um, Even as a one and two team. Me too. Yeah, yeah, because the way their defense is structured, they're they're built to beat these like the Chiefs and yeah. and, 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 and on their schedule too, they have Miami, a Pittsburgh team that's been god awful, winless. They got the Raiders twice, and they got the Jags. Those are all very yeah. very winnable well, games. Yeah, but. If we're looking at a team and we're considering them to be a contender, I'm assuming that you're making the playoffs, right? Yeah. So if I'm thinking, we're talking Super Bowl contender, right? Mm-hmm. So which yeah, top four team? They'll yeah. definitely make the playoffs, I think. Um, but do we see them beating a team like the Patriots? Well, beating no, a we team don't like see. We don't see anyone beating a team like the Patriots and yeah. the Chiefs. But it's the NFL. Anything? Yeah, yeah. that is true. Anything yeah. can happen. Yeah. Except it's Philip Rivers too. So I mean, the, the Chargers have made a habit out of starting one and two for like yeah, the past a few years, years, five yeah. years, and years. years. And yeah. la- it worked at for the them end, last they pick year. Pick it up, yeah. yeah. But they look sluggish. But I, I do think they're going to turn it around. Honestly, I don't think Melvin Gordon's impact is going to impact the most yeah. for the running game. But I actually think using Eckler as a pass catcher exactly. instead of a running back is going to exactly. be huge because they're targeting Keenan Allen so oh, much right now. He looks now. great this year. He looks great. But the thing is, if you're if you're targeting him that much, your offense is limited because he's not a game-changing wide receiver. He's just yeah. extremely solid. You you still got Mike Mike Williams on, but the other he's side. kind of disappointed. Travis okay. Benjamin has been. I'm not sure if you're giving uh, Keenan Allen enough credit there. I'd, I'd consider him a game-changing wide receiver. Game-changing wide receiver. Yeah, yeah. I, I think Top he put five wide receiver in the league. Ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh. I don't know about who that. Got, who you got above? Julio. You got Julio. Hopkins. Oh no more, no more AB. No more AB. We'll get to that. Um, we'll get to that. Uh, I would I would put Devontae Adams. Adams. Really? I would. Yeah. Uh, Julio Hop, Devontae. Odell. Odell. Uh you can make an argument for Michael Tom no Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, Michael Thomas. You're right. Michael yeah. Thomas is up Mike there. Evans. Top seven. Top seven. I, I put him above Mike Evans. Really? I think I always thought Keenan Allen was criminally underrated just because he wasn't the flashy athlete. He's mm-hmm. not a six he, six. He's not he's not a flashy thing. personality, yeah. but he did like he's maybe one of the most solid route runners yeah. in the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's just to me, if you have a wide receiver that you target as much as um, Keenan Allen has been targeted right now. He has to have some sort of game-changing dynamic to his game, but he's just extremely solid. Uh, to me. I, I think the, he's more than can, that. Can you define what you mean by a game-changing element? Like you're talking about Tyreek Hill type. Yeah, speed just like or? insane, insane, insane speed, insane. Quickness. I feel like Someone I feel like you just, don't need that though. Like Keenan Allen is to the Chargers what Edelman was to the Patriots, like really for, for years, Ooh. I think. Yeah, but then that means you need a Patriots-like Scott. system to get the best out of. Past two uh, years, he's had know. over thousand yards, thirteen hundred and eleven hundred. Mm-hmm. Well, he, he, six he's touchdowns, good, no. already three touchdowns this year. Yeah, I mean, boy, nice. I mean, 
there's no there's no question that he's a very good receiver. I just don't think as a receiver he has the gravity of other game changing receivers. He's not gonna make teams double triple coverage shift an entire defense toward his direction and th- and that's why i think he, having eckler in there eckler in there as a pass catcher to I diversify agree. their offense makes them better so it's not it's not even that gordon comes in and um his presence like his running game makes him a lot better but it's going to be using eckler that i think you that they should be using eckler they, they're going to have to put diverse him, way. like the defenses they play against they're going to have to put another man in the box with melvin gordon and austin eckler out there too I, yeah don't be surprised <laughs> yeah. if gordon comes out there with a vengeance yeah, he, and, hey, he hasn't. He's mm-hmm. fresh legs, and it's a contract year. No, oh, he's trying so, to get paid, you know, of course. Exactly. You see guys like Demarco Murray, whoever. You know, they look great in yeah. that contract year. Then they exactly. get that money, and they completely drop off. Good but, point. Uh, Good point. So on to another running back, uh, Saquon Barkley, out this week with an ankle injury, high ankle sprain. Um, that's, yeah, that's a hurt piece, man. Yeah. yeah, that's a hurt piece for a Giants team that's yeah. looking not good. I mean, they're going to look worse, but um, obviously they're not going to have, like, like Daniel Jones is going to have a harder time, more difficult time, because not as many people are going to be in the box, but he is going to have more opportunities to throw the ball. I think if I'm that's a Giants fan, I'm not entirely heartbroken by this injury. This wasn't a contending exactly. year for us. So. And he mm-hmm. can rest gives, a little bit. And it gives Daniel Jones some time to you know, develop himself exactly. instead of leaning on the running exactly. game. Exactly. And exactly. I mean, Honestly. it probably, I mean, I see them winning a few games down the line here. And, and gives them just a better draft mm-hmm. position to, to not have and Barkley. He, and he doesn't have to have a lot of personal success per se for him to be successful. Like yeah. they don't have to be winning, like all the pressures off Daniel Jones yeah. for him to just perform. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I, I, a, a thing that I think gets kind of underspoken for rookie quarterbacks is just the optics of what their situation is. Mm-hmm. And I think that Daniel Jones is going to get put in a position where he's the guy that people are game planning for. He mm-hmm. was able to be before, you know, when they first made the decision to start him, teams were going to focus on Saquon, Saquon. Barkley. Yeah. And then Daniel Jones as a byproduct of that would have mm-hmm. been able to, you yeah. know, have a little bit yeah. more freedom. Yeah. But now without Saquon, I'm I'm not sure if they make this decision if Saquon got hurt the week before to start Daniel Jones. Because now you're going into an offense with Wayne Gallman as your running back, yeah. an average offensive line. You know, your best receiver is Sterling Shepard. Yeah. What rookie quarterback is going to thrive in that situation? Yeah. Evan Ingram might yeah. be their yeah. best receiver. You said what? Evan Ingram is exactly. probably their best and receiver. And that's like, you know, it, that's not great. You're, you're afraid that he'll, he'll it, look It's going to look yeah, bad yeah, yeah, yeah. in, this, in yeah. a market like New York. And, you know, every, he has these high expectations now because of what he did last week. It, it could crash and burn quickly. I, 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 I can see it going yeah. downhill. I kind of see it from the other perspective where, like, even if he does, like, not, like, mediocre performances, but, mm-hmm. like, just any nice throws, he'll have, like, two nice throws in a game, and they'll clap at it. Like, Danny he doesn't dimes. have to win. Danny um, so, like, we'll, we'll be getting to Daniel Jones beauty. later, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Personally, I'm... It's, I mean, it's disappointing because I have Saquon on my fantasy, fantasy team. Let's just get that out of the way. But also, this, this isn't a career debilitating yeah, injury which is for good. Saquon. Good. And yeah. then do you really want the Giants just to run Saquon into the ground for a team that's nope. not going yeah. anywhere exactly. right you remember, now I was career? I was upset. We were watching that Giants game and I was upset because he was taking hits and it was like, what are you really gaining yeah. from that right exactly. now? Exactly. That, yeah, yeah. I I mean, give you they that. say the timeline's four to eight weeks to get healthy. I mean, you should take 10. I, come back to my fantasy team team I would weeks. give him the season. Yeah. I would yeah. give him yeah. the well, whole season. 
I mean, you don't you don't want to not play a healthy player and not give him his reps, but at the same time, take the most of that timeline to yeah. make sure he's totally healed. They, it's not there's there's nothing for him to really play be a for. A lot so. of frustrated fantasy owners out yeah, there wishing yeah. for him to get back after four weeks. They got to get that old line right. Yeah, and yeah. there's a lot. I of mean, there's, there's been progress, right? I mean, they they brought in who's the dude, Nate Solder, and they they, they drafted they drafted. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's not great, but he's yeah, not he's, terrible. He's, he's, yeah, uh, and they brought in Will, Willie Hernan Hernandez or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's still progress to be done, mm-hmm. and you know, I just I don't see. I'd be shocked if you have a guy like Daniel Jones, who to me. He's more of a game manager than he is a playmaker. Ooh, really? Um, yeah. Really? I, I see him make as a guy who makes the right throws, makes the right decisions, but isn't going to be the guy to create for anyone. Yeah, we'll I see him. I see him as the guy who's gonna give you those thirty-yard completions down the sideline three, four times a game. I okay. see him. I see him as a a first-round quarterback right now. I, I'm not saying he's not a first-round quarterback. Yeah. But I, I don't see him in the in the mold of a. Patrick. Well, Mahomes we've got yeah, Rogers we've got this otherworldly guy a, to compare to. A Wentz, or a Wentz. He's not. Mm-hmm. Just throw that name in. Yeah. More like a Dak, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't think uh, Daniel Jones. At least just from that one week sample that we have, which is obviously too small a sample, but he didn't look like a game manager in that game. Like I, he, I mean, for one, he had to come back in that game and lead the team back from a deficit and, and you can he, be a game manager and be clutch that that, that, uh, that what I'm saying is there are <laughs> quarterbacks who make their receivers look good and then there are quarterbacks who are only good Dak Prescott I, when the receivers are open <laughs> and when the, when the offensive line is good you know what disagree. I mean like, so are you saying and, and, Evan Ingram and Sterling Shepard made Daniel Jones look good that's what I think that's, that's what a, I think is the most I, impressed about him is what he's I, doing with I'm no not one. gonna say that I think the piss poor Washington secondary made it, or the, the piss poor Tampa Bay secondary Tampa Bay's defense Their wasn't defense even supposed good, to be though. bad that's the uh, thing they, I mean well, they, I think let, they let front. the Giants score 30 something points yeah, well, so. yeah I mean yeah. credit goes both ways we kind of talked about Tampa Bay's defense being underrated solid against Carolina the week before we can't just come around I mean to the Giants Carolina, Carolina isn't, wasn't that yeah, good though yeah. Cam Newton the, looked bad oh, the know. strength of, of the Bucks defense is definitely up front it's not yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, it's, it's a run it's, it yeah, with the you, run defense. you have Vita Vey you have uh, Sue you have Sue you have Levante David and beyond that what are you looking at Especially I in the secondary, I just I wouldn't say Tampa Bay is a piss poor defense. They're they're yeah, respectable. They're not. They're not they're I mean, the secondary is. Mm. Yeah, mm. I, I think if you have an average offensive line who held their own fairly well last week, uh, but it, I do think that it was a more of a product. How many times did we see Daniel Jones make a throw to where it was? Wow, that receiver doesn't catch that unless Daniel Jones puts it in that exact spot. Versus, oh, he hit a hole. He hit a, hole. a few times. A few times. I think. Well, I think we talked about da- Daniel Jones in the context of Eli Manning isn't doing that, mm-hmm. which is a super low bar. But at super the same time, there's there's something to be said about that. What, okay. what do you guys think if I compare Daniel Jones to a a different type of Russell Wilson? Huh. Saying accuracy, ability to escape the pocket, mobility. And the the running like his I think I'm, I'm like the my favorite quarterback in the NFL is, is Russell Wilson and he just he's so underrated um, still still he's, underrated he's again former I mean he's gonna be a Hall of Famer I mean and what um, I see in Russell Wilson is a guy who can create 
for yeah. his teammate because yeah. he he's a guy who the even when he's pressured he can create seconds on seconds on seconds for his mm-hmm. receivers to continue mm-hmm. to try to get open, open. and yeah. then he can hit them that's a guy who's yeah. making his receivers look good who can create for his teammates I don't see that in Daniel Jones give at least not at this particular juncture yeah, yeah we gotta, we gotta give him time he's young and time. when you think about his career at Duke who'd he really play that that really challenged him like that's he's true. seen in the NFL yeah. I I see the potential his ceiling right now Russell Wilson floor that's, a, that's a pretty high ceiling that is yeah. a very high it's ceiling, very high it's a ceiling. Hall of Fame I was ceiling. I was kind of surprised by his rushing ability though oh yeah, oh, yeah. He's, right? he's, now he can move he like, can move as we like to call sneaky white quarterbacks so sneaky, sneaky athletic, athletic. <laughs> he, he Alex Smith he's like sneaky. Eli Manning but can move he kind of Physically reminds me. No, no, that's why. Like, that's he kind of looks, looks like, like a weird. Yeah, it's a weird league. He kind of looks like he could be just a man. When we throw out labels like Eli Manning or game manager, they have such negative connotations. I don't, I, I don't think a game manager is a negative connotation. I just don't think that game managers make plays. I think game managers take the plays that are given to them. And then there's nothing wrong with that. That's, another, a, that's a solid NFL starting quarterback. Another topic for another day is Eli Manning a Hall of Famer. He has we'll to be. Unfortunately, yes. We'll see. Unfortunately, yeah. yes. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's a whole different topic. Moving, moving on to other young quarterbacks. Um, so right now we're going to do a segment where um, each of us uh, cho- selects one quarterback who didn't start at the beginning of the season, but um, who has filled in as a backup and who would you rather have going forward? Um, so like, like as a franchise quarterback? Yeah, as a yeah. franchise quarterback. Uh, Reagan, why don't you start us off? I'm going to pick the kid out of Jacksonville, man. Six-round pick, Gardner Minshew. And it doesn't have <sighs> everything to do with the ability. And I know I kind of I, I kind of <laughs> ragged on him last week because yeah. I wasn't sure. But he showed me something this past week. I just think he has an aura about him. And, you like know, Baker? S- someone not Baker. Because, uh-huh. you know, when I, when I think of a guy like Baker or a guy like Johnny Menzel, they had an aura of, arrogance about mm-hmm. them and it's almost like entitlement and it's like you know i'm good i'm here respect me like it mm. i don't think he has that sense of entitlement about him he just has a, a sense of confidence to where he really doesn't care what people think about he's like towing swagger. the line between he, arrogance he, and confidence exactly he totes that line so well he just he, he has that weird mustache and he talks about you know working out in a jock strap jorts yeah exactly the jorts he, he's an eccentric dude and he's you can tell he's so comfortable within his own skin and i respect that because believe it or not that type of confidence is going to translate to the field and it's the reason why a six-round rookie quarterback who walked on at Troy who went to community college who was almost about to be a third-string quarterback at Alabama and then decided to go lead the nation in passing yeah you know that type of confidence is going to translate to the football field and it'll make guys on the team run through a brick wall for you that's why I take him because I know guys are going to fight are we willing to stand and fight with that yeah but how about like just what you've seen from his game these from his past game he, he makes the smart plays and again game manager and that's not a bad, bad thing. thing to it's say not a bad thing. he makes the smart passes he takes his what def- he takes what defenses give him he has a 74 passing completion rating right now mm-hmm. 110 passer rating yeah. that's incredible for a six-round rookie qb out of an air raid offense if with mike leach I'll take that any day. And not on a good team either. Not on a good team. team. Underrated receivers like you alluded to last week, week, but it's not a great team, and he's not getting much help from his backfield. Yeah. Well, that running game. It's, yeah, that's not, it's not there. The quarterback I'd take is Jacoby Brissett. Um, Wait, he didn't he start the season though? Huh? Didn't he start the season? I kind of, 
Cheater. I don't know. Cheater. I, Cheater. No. Cheater. Yeah, I mean, Andrew Luck was obviously supposed to be the starting quarterback. I'll give you that. Counts, that and counts. he he's he was the backup quarterback, second string. Um, and filling in for Andrew Luck, he hasn't done a bad job. Two out of the three games, he's had a 78 and 76% completion uh, rate. And on the season, he has seven touchdowns, one interception. And two out of the three games, he has a quarterback rating of 120 and 118. And this last week, he threw for 310 yards. So I think um, he's getting really, really good progress. He's progressing in his game. He's getting his confidence up. And I think like playing under... Uh, behind Brady and under Belichick really really helped him for, oh, yeah. for this moment um, he seems like a confident dude um, and he obviously doesn't turn the ball over uh, with one interception only on the season um, so I think that's who I'd take yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of Colts fans you know or maybe not Colts fans but just NFL fans in general after you know Andrew Luck retired it was like we kind of wrote off yeah, exactly. the Colts and exactly. he's like he's keeping them in contention yeah, he is. Uh, he's, really yeah. showed how much they value him when they immediately give him that 30 exactly. million dollar deal exactly yeah. um, they, they they knew what they had in him boosted his confidence I, I do think yeah. the Colts came into the season a pretty complete team and yeah. what they needed from Jacoby Brissett was just to be a solid quarterback uh-huh. or even exactly. a game manager. A like exactly. manager. Exactly. And that's for the, the most theme part. of this episode. Hashtag game respect game managers. managers. He he has been very <laughs> solid and just, solid. I think, what the Colts needed. Need. And, and the Colts have looked good so far. Stability. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Eddie? Right. All right. I have Teddy Bridgewater. I, I felt like this was a pretty simple pick because really has Teddy Bridgewater gotten the chance to prove that he's not a good quarterback? No, he hasn't. It's like just process of elimination. You have quarterbacks that are coming to prove themselves you, yeah. and Teddy proven uh, sorry, Teddy Bridgewater has proven himself, but then he had the injury yeah. and then now he plays backup or he was playing backup to Drew Brees. Now he's getting the chance with a good cast of teammates around him, granted, um, to prove himself that he's a solid, if not more than solid quarterback and I think just going forward he'll take the Saints team to I mean I think the playoffs first but then he'll he'll be greater than what we think he's gonna I, be. I like that pick. yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think he's been kind of ridden off unfairly even coming out of college you know you look at the guys who were taken ahead of him Blake Bortles Johnny Menzel where are they yeah. at now versus where Teddy's at you know mm-hmm. I definitely I, at that point in time I was taking Teddy over both of them and I still do today mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd build a franchise with him especially yeah. with the way the league's trending he's just such a short passer or short mm-hmm. thrower mm-hmm. Um, not did he have one pass over 10 yards last yeah, game yeah I think his average per attempt like is like the lowest in the league yeah, yeah. five um, something like that he wasn't, yeah he wasn't that impressive last week yeah. although I just on the Saints with that running game mm-hmm. but in the way that their wide receivers can break tackles, but I don't know how much I'd trust him yeah, with, with yeah. a $170 million deal or something like oh, that. Yeah. That's oh, true. yeah. Yeah. I just think he's getting the chance and well, finally after I mean, what, three three years, four years, and uh, three, now, four now years, he's getting yeah. to prove himself. Yeah. There's levels to it, right? Yeah, because just, you have, oh, sorry. Yeah, there's, there's, there's quarterbacks like, you know, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, all world. There's franchise quarterbacks. And then you have those mid-tier guys, Alex Smith, Alex Teddy Smith. Bridgewater, yeah, who, you know, exactly. not exactly, they're borderline a franchise, but not quite there, but you can plug them into a good football team and mm. they won't let it crash and burn mm-hmm. and I see Teddy Bridgewater fitting that mold agree it's much deserved he had like what the most efficient quarterback season ever in 2017 or mm-hmm. 2016 yeah something like that before his injury yeah yeah, crazy yeah. yeah. who'd you have 
Give me Kyle Allen, number one <laughs> overall wow. recruit out of high school. <laughs> Never, he didn't really thrive in college at A and M in Houston, but I mean, in his first two starts for Carolina, he's six touchdowns, quarterback rating of one thirty-two. Nice. Um, the throws he was making over the middle, just bullets and I really liked his decision making and I I wouldn't be surprised if we never see Cam play for the Panthers again. Wow. That's a hot take. That's a hot take right there. So let me ask you this. If if you're the Panthers general manager, what are you what are you yeah. doing about that? Are, would we, you do? are we looking to trade Cam or are we gonna release him or I think it's hard to trade him with his injury history mm-hmm. and his age. Um I bet what would you do in that situation? In, in this situation, well, right now he's got that that Liz Frank injury, which yeah. it's never a good. That's yeah, that's good not one. one that you recover from, really. That's a lifelong injury. Um, but that is that on a strong shoulder? No, that's no, his it's foot. his foot. Yeah. It's, a, oh. it's, it's his foot on the top of his foot. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't think I don't think anyone's trading for Cam. Really? I think you're you're gonna if if Allen has a decent season this year and they Panthers go like. Nine and seven, ten and six, and maybe make the playoffs. I don't. I don't see Cam coming back. This guy's twenty three, uh, second year in the league. Would you? Would you release Cam? I'd release Cam. Mm. You know who I'm? I'm looking at Cam. If if there's an opportunity to grab him, who? I'm Chicago. I'm I'm looking. I'm having that immediately. He's way better than. Yeah, I mean Trubisky. Yeah. I. I'm confident at this point to say Trubisky's not a good quarterback. He's not. He's just not good. No, now when you not. get uh, chosen over uh, Deshaun and Mahomes. I mean, regardless of that, just even in a vacuum, if we're just looking at him compared to other NFL quarterbacks, he can't throw from the pocket. And it's amazing because we have, like, all these Lamar Jacksons and, the you know, the running quarterbacks, and we're always questioning, can this guy throw from the pocket? This guy clearly can't throw from the pocket. He can literally, yeah. all his touchdowns yeah. last week were thrown outside of the pocket on the run. All wide open, too. All wide open. Like, yeah. he's not a good quarterback. Yeah, I feel mm-hmm. bad. The, this Bears defense is woof. Yeah. But it, he, their offense uh-huh. just it, is it, not going to They're wasting an all-time games. great defense. And, right and the thing about that is, is when you have a, a young I, I don't want to say up and coming because I don't consider him up and coming, right. but like a young struggling quarterback, you want to surround him with a great offensive line and a good running back. And when you let go of Jordan Howard, yeah, I didn't get that. Move. Like like for Lamar, you have Mark Ingram who has who he has benefited from, and like yeah, yeah. they're running back. They're running I game mean, just isn't when, when I when I look There's at the, no the tandem of Terry Cohen and then what what's going to be a good running back in David Mo- Montgomery. Montgomery. Yeah. Montgomery. Yeah, I see those as two strong running backs. And, you know, I'm sorry, I'm not giving the kid any excuses at this point. Yeah. You're, it's your yeah. third year in the league, and you're mm-hmm. still making the same mistakes that you made your rookie season. Yeah. I did. You're, yeah, I just see no progress. I don't see any development. He's not an NFL quarterback to me. So you're willing to take Kyle Allen on a two-game sample? Like, mm. you like what you have seen? On a, on a two-game sample, but also knowing that he's been um, – the best quarterback in his class for years. Mm-hmm. He's, I mean, sometimes this happens with the college quarterbacks, their system that they're they end up in just doesn't work for them. Bo Nix is one of these quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be surprised if you see him in the NFL, even though he's he's at Auburn in that right. offense. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I mean, what I've seen, the most important thing that you want to see from your quarterback is on time throws and good decision making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what that's what I saw from him. He the thing with Cam that I saw in their first couple weeks, he didn't check it down to McCaffrey. 
which, I mean, when you track it down to McCaffrey, honestly, you've got a good chance of getting a first down, mm-hmm, even right. if it's right at the line of scrimmage. That boy's a beast. And Cam just, he couldn't do that. And I'm seeing Allen do it. He's running the offense really well, efficient. Now, granted, the game I just saw was against, like, the worst defense. Right. The Cardinals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Cardinals. Um, so I'm really excited for this week's game against the Texans. That will be in, an in, interesting in one. In Cam's defense, man, I feel like he he's... In a situation where he oh he's feeling like he needs to prove himself. exactly, yeah. and he's like he, he's not going to want to check down because you know he came out of college. He's everyone knew him to be this big arm quarterback. He had one of the best rookie seasons of all time, just launching exactly. it to Steve Smith the whole time. I feel like he still he he has a ever since that Super Bowl, and I kind of talked about this last week. I feel like he's been in a situation where he's not as confident in or himself. as happy with himself yeah. as he once was. Uh, and I think that also comes from listening to the media a lot. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Like an- another another quarterback that I, knew, I feel like needs to be careful with this is, is Lamar. Um, and Lamar, he said two, three days ago, like, I, I hate running the yeah. ball. I'd much rather uh, be passing the ball. I don't want to run the ball. Okay. And um, You know who he needs to listen to? His backup quarterback. His, his backup no, exactly. quarterback. That's exactly he said the what same I, thing in his career did not a, pan out. That's like exactly what to. I was getting to. Um, and I think RG3 can be a beneficial uh, person to, to have right. behind him, but he also needs to be careful with, like, he better make sure example, he's, he's getting mm-hmm. yeah. good advice. That, that, I mean, that's a yeah. living, breathing, right in front of you example exactly. of what happens when you don't, you know— yeah, what happened with RG three? He wanted to become a passer. Exactly. And he felt like he wanted to preserve his body because because of that injury, but mm-hmm. he wasn't playing to his strengths anymore. Mm-hmm. And eventually, that led him to Cleveland, and he continued getting in. He was out of the league, yeah. and then he finally found a spot with Baltimore. And yeah. If anything, that that's his purpose as an NFL player right yeah, now is to mentor, mentor somebody who exactly. clearly is in the same position that he was, and can and help him to take that in a different direction. Exactly. Can maybe in the same boat here. You think so? Maybe. I think Cam has proven himself the right. He's a he's a quarterback that led his team to the Super Super Bowl Bowl before. Right. That MVP season. I really don't know why media members or just people in general feel like Cam still has to prove himself, or even why Cam feels like like him. It's just. To me, he has the pedigree, yeah. and it's really unfortunate yeah. that there's still this stigma around camp. He, he he has the pedigree, but everyone expected after you put up 45 touchdowns in a year, you got to put up semi decent numbers. 40, but yeah. did you guys see the game against Tampa, the week two loss? I think yeah, so. well, when he yeah. threw like seven balls yeah. out of bounds. Yeah, that, yeah. He I mean he couldn't put anything in his throws that, that game. Just, there's something there's something not wrong right with his body. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And I how think, much? I mean, can that really be your foot? Can your foot affect your your? I mean, you'd be surprised much. how much the the base, uh, the base with which you stand, yeah. and, and the torque. That's really not your foot, but you know, I, I can just think if I if I was uncomfortable in my foot playing quarterback, that mm-hmm. plant foot is going yes, to like that, that's going to be unfortunate yeah, I, trying to throw. I don't want to like put excuses for him, but he. I feel like he's still dealing with the shoulder. Yeah, there's something yeah. Yeah. Shoulder in there too. Yeah, there's something wrong with him. Um, Speaking of something wrong with someone. Antonio Let's Brown. Talk Antonio Brown. <laughs> um, so I actually, I actually wanted to pose this question to you guys, um, and I want you guys to pick one team. I brought this up as a surprise. Okay. So if, if he is let back into the NFL, quote unquote, um, or does get another shot, what team do you guys see picking him up? I'll go Reagan first. Um, what was that team in that movie with uh, Adam Sandler? 
I can see him playing on that team. Uh, basically, I'm saying I, I don't think he's. I'm not okay. sure if he ever steps oh, foot on the okay. Canadian NFL football league. Okay. I mean, he he's Arena already football. said, yeah, Canadian football, XFL, maybe. Yeah. But like, he's said he's cut his ties with the NFL. Okay. He said he's done. Okay. I'm not sure if the NFL should even touch that with a ten football no, yeah. man, okay. especially not with not knowing this whole what how this whole sexual assault thing is going to play out. Yeah. Um. It's. Yeah. It's just an ugly situation yeah. that has yeah. completely spiraled out of control. And I hate to speculate this, but Aaron Hernandez was only 27 and he had severe forms of CTE when he died. And just the pattern of erratic behavior that we're seeing from Antonio Brown it's right now. It's not out of the question. It would, it's not out of the question not, and it wouldn't surprise me yeah. right now if yeah. he had some sort of head trauma. Because I mean, when the Patriots cut you, that's kind of a yeah. kiss of death. Yeah. I was just going to say, if the Patriots and, don't want you, no, and then there's always one team left. No, the Cowboys. Cowboys might get you. No, that's what I'm saying. No, <laughs> so the two, the two teams like I was thinking about are the Cowboys and the Steelers. Okay. The, the you think the Steelers, Steelers would take him Mike back? Mike Tomlin would be a- the only pr- the only problem going back to Bob Kraft is the the biggest like most prestigious owners in the NFL are is Jerry Jones and mm-hmm. Bob Kraft. Mm-hmm. And when you take a shot at Bob Kraft, yeah. you're taking a shot at everybody. Yeah. He yeah. control he controls a lot of the owners. And no if owners you piss, want to pick him exactly because yeah. they don't want to piss off Bob Kraft. So now um, teams that. N- I'll answer the question of what team needs Antonio Brown the most. Hmm. Your Eagles. You think so? Your Eagles. I think they got enough firepower. I, I, I think Alshon Jeffrey, Deshaun Jackson, once we get back. everyone healthy, yeah. we we're going to be okay. But, you know, I, the Eagles have... Alshon does get hurt a lot, He though. does, and so does Deshaun. And I so mean, does Deshaun. But, you know, they're usually out for about two, three games a year. It happens. But, you know, the Eagles have such a strong culture and bond within that locker room to bring in some sort of firecracker like that. I just don't think Doug Pedersen wants anything to do with it. I don't think Jeffrey Lurie. I don't think Howie Roseman. I don't think any of them want. And I, you know, I think that sentiment is spread across the NFL. I don't think anyone yeah. wants yeah, anything to do think, with that because yeah. the second he hits your locker room, it is about Antonio Brown and only about Antonio. Did, did you guys see the beef he he had on on with Twitter? Eric Weddle? With Eric Weddle? Oh yeah. yeah. No, like, Eric what? Weddle got him good. Yeah. I mean, Eric Weddle was like, he's yeah. like, like, wait, I, I got a game. The best of luck. Like, I, I got, got a game, game to go to. Like, have fun. Ooh. Basically, yeah. he's got like super passive. Aggressive. And then Eric Weddle cool. goes and gets the NFL's he How does. to Play Weekly yeah. Award, yeah. showing right. you know I've got the best yeah. technique. Like yeah. that. Clearly, battle won by by Eric Weddle there. I mean, it's just so make a good career weird, for himself. Weird to me, man. Like I've Brown never is. seen but, somebody yeah. in the. I, maybe not in his prime, but like it, there's people who will tell you that Antonio Brown was the best receiver in the NFL. I, I, yeah. I was one of those people. It, yeah, it, it's I like, was definitely one of those people. I've never seen someone at the top of their game like this completely crumble like that. It doesn't make yeah. any sense. Yeah, it, it's unfortunate to see, but and I also wanted to point out like the Patriots, like they're doing the right thing, kind mm-hmm. of thing. That that I want to throw that out the window because. Repeatedly in their history, they've signed guys who've had so many troubled backgrounds and stuff like that. So, I mean, picking them, picking him up in the first place just shows like their number one thing is winning. winning. Yeah. So, I mean, um, the Patriots are the, the epitome of plug and play. Right? Yeah. The Patriots believe that they can take a flawed character and still get the best out of them and take the rest of the narrative away. And okay. if they couldn't do they that, they did with- a good job though with Antonio Brown. Yeah. Now. As soon as they found out that he had sent the intimidating text to his accusers, mm-hmm. he yeah. was gone. Exactly. Yeah, that, that was, was that was the that last was a strong. good choice for the team to make. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I just don't understand why Brown would do that. Doesn't he have a legal team? Agents he, telling him. I mean, yeah. he's. I, 
one his, of the, his yeah. lawyer was in that group message too. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. This yeah. Is, so the people Ooh. around him are allowing this. Talks well, I don't think they're allowing. It. It's just they can't they can do. control Antonio Brown at this moment. And, and you can only it, do so much. A pattern like this only leads to eventually everyone around him is going to eventually hang up their cap and say, "I can't do this anymore." Yeah, you know, I don't think so. His agent is, I think, Drew Rosenhaus. Drew Rosenhaus. Yeah, the most everyone has their breaking agent. point. And yeah. you know what? As soon as that money stops flowing, because he's going to lose his endorsements. He already lost his helmet endorsement with Zenith. He's, <laughs> he's going to, you know, Nike cut ties with him, I think. So mm-hmm. it's like, eventually you're going to lose the endorsements and the money's going to stop flowing. And if I'm an agent and you're not making me money, why, why am I messing with you? Why am I yeah. dealing with all that when I can go make money with somebody who's going to act mm-hmm. like a normal human being? There's no reason for it. Hope the best for Antonio Brown. Yeah, I mean, he's got to he's got to look for it in himself. (laughs) I mean, no, I think it's okay to hope for the best for anyone. It's just Antonio Brown's not in a right place right now, definitely, and I hope he gets there eventually. Yeah, you don't want to see someone spiral out of control like that. That's never fun. Yeah, except for the media. Except for the media, this is the, this is great. Super we can talk about media, this right yeah. for the headlines. So on to the next uh, segment. Um, so right now we're gonna do which Owen three team do you see still making the playoffs mm. Mm. or with a chance to make the playoffs? Let me start. With this you, is Michelle. a hard one. We'll start with Michelle. It's a hard one, and I looked at the schedules. None of them look good, but if I'm gonna go with one, we're gonna go with the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've got. I don't know, an experienced quarterback who's another game manager, um, decent targets out there, mm-hmm. good depth of a backfield, um, and a solid defense. They're, I mean, their schedule's pretty hard, but out of these teams... Yeah, I, yeah. I had Denver as well. They lost their first three games by a combined 21 points. Mm, that's and good. So a lot of these bad. games were decided by... I know the game against Chicago was by two points, by field goal, by a touchdown. These are games I think they might not be winning, but they could be, well, I guess they could be winning just because the margin of victory is that close. Um, For me, I kind of like their backfield of Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. They've been pretty good. They've been been pretty solid so far. And then Emmanuel Sanders has surprised everyone by coming back from that Achilles injury that fast and Mm -hmm. looking really good. And um, and Cortland Sutton is a developing talent. I think that that's a good core of backs, receivers, yeah. just offensive talent around. I guess Joe Flacco, who's mediocre. I'll, I'll give you all that. The, and it, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Elite. So when when I think back to the last time when when the question was, is Joe Flacco elite? I think of that Super Bowl run when he literally would just chuck it up and trust his receivers. And I think that's part of why we have this stigma about who a game manager is. Mm-hmm. It's not just somebody that's going to dink and dunk your way down the field. It's somebody who's going to allow his receivers to make the plays. Mm-hmm. And that's what he was doing. And I think their receiving core is talented enough to where they should start letting Joe Flacco air it out a little bit more and allow 6'4 Cortland Sutton go to go up and get it, to allow uh, Emmanuel Sanders to run past the secondary, go and get it. And, and they have a rookie tight end, Noah Fant, who is you know an exceptional athlete. And I think they need to start allowing their athletes to make the plays for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I didn't realize this the other until the other day, but they don't have a sack like Von Miller hasn't sacked the yeah, quarterback their pass yet, rush has not which been you know is surprising and I feel like that's not going to be sustainable and eventually yeah. they're going to start getting back there and when they do I can see that turning around for me that's the key if they can get their pass rush like they should be Bradley Chubb and Von Miller hmm. and they can put pressure on the quarterbacks I think they can at least 
make a push for the playoffs yeah, the, because yeah. they have enough talent around them, I think. The the only problem uh, I see is, like, I think the Chargers are taking that wild card spot and the Bills. Yeah, they don't have an easy like, schedule either. Like they're, yeah. they're they might not make the playoffs, but they can at least stay in contention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not, they shouldn't be a tanking team. To oh, no. yeah, they're yeah. better than Who'd that. Who'd you have, Julio? Um, I had the Steelers only because mm. um, I can maybe see them getting – a wild card spot only because the Browns have been a very, very disappointing team. They have on the schedule they have the Bengals, the Dolphins, they have the Bengals twice, the Dolphins, the Jets, the Cardinals, the Browns twice, and another maybe winnable game is the Bills. So, I mean that that schedule isn't like too excruciating, um, and I can maybe see them getting. Getting a getting that wild card spot. I um, think Mason Rudolph can hold the, the fort down to Ben. Yeah, I don't think so. I'm not sure if I trust. Maybe Mason he looked Maybe. pretty lackluster last yeah. week. Yeah, that whole offense had no spark, no mm-hmm. no giddy up. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think he just needs to get like some games under his belt too. Um, now now being the starting quarterback. Uh, but yeah, that was he has some big. pieces around him to throw to, so that's the yeah. thing. Juju, There's, Juju. Yeah. James Washington. James Washington. Yeah, I, I don't like James Washington. Really, I never right. liked James Washington. He's built like a running back to me. <laughs> but I had the the New York Jets, and, and you know, mm. at first, I know, I know, but <laughs> have we seen the real New York Jets take the field yet? This season? no, no. Sam Darnold. Luke Falk has been starting. No, actually, it was Troy Simeon for a little bit, and then it was Luke Falk. So I think we have to we have to sit back and say, what does this team look like with Sam Darnold, who looked really good in the preseason? What does this team look like when they have a healthy 100% 11, right? <coughs> Sam Darnold, Le'Veon Bell, Robbie Anderson, Quincy Inunua. I think this is, you know, that's a fairly talented offense. They have a strong defensive line, a decent secondary. That team can make a playoff push. And if they can get through their next three games, because they have a tough schedule coming up. They have the Eagles, which yeah. is going to be a loss. Okay. I'll tell you that right now. The boys. They have the boys, which, you know, that's going to be hard to... I call them the boys. God, you made me call them the boys. (laughs) The 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 freaking cowboys. Whatever team in Texas, the the other team in Texas. I could. I'm gonna pick the Jets for that one just (laughs) because I'm petty. And then they have the Patriots. If they can get through that three game stretch, the rest of their season. How many wins do they need in that three game stretch? They can pull out one. I can see them pulling out nine and seven and sneaking in. And so that they really, just need to get yeah, one. Yeah, being one and one and five. So they're making gonna, the playoffs. So they're gonna I go ten I, and two. Oh, sorry, no, they're gonna go eight and two the rest of the year after that. Yeah, stretch. it's a really easy. You, know, you have the Dolphins twice. You have the Giants. You have the Bengals. It's it's a fairly easy Redskins, schedule for the rest Raiders. of the, exactly. It's not right. a great mm-hmm. schedule. Um, so if they if they can somehow pull it. Pull off, you know, one one of those games, which you know it'll probably be the Cowboys because they suck. Um, <laughs> I, I okay. could see them somehow getting to nine and seven and sneaking their way. In. Yeah. Have we, have we, are we really sure that Sam Darnold is a quality quarterback? No, I think so. I think, so. I, I think I, so. I wasn't convinced this point last year. I think, and I sure wasn't convinced when he was coming out of college because I thought he turned the ball over way too much. But Still you know, does. the way he played in the preseason showed me Carson Wentz like tendencies. And that's not to say he's like Carson Wentz, but he's a big he's body. Like he's hard to sack. He, can, he can throw the deep ball. He's mobile in the pocket. He can move outside of the pocket a little bit. I think, you know, people are going to start putting a little bit more respect on Sam Donald's name. Yeah. 
And an, another argument I had for the Steelers, uh, just to go back to them, is that the Browns, like, I feel like they're going to stay at the bottom. They you have, think so? They have the Ravens. They have the 49ers. Have they have the Seahawks. They have the Patriots. Mm. And then at the Broncos. Like, their schedule is, is tough looking forward. Um, it doesn't ease up until, like, the second half of the season. Um, and the Ravens. I can see them getting a few losses uh, against the Seahawks, Patriots, Texans, Rams, and 49ers. So okay. their their schedule is pretty tough too. That's fair. Um, if yeah. if the Steelers can can win the games like they should win, uh, I think they can sneak in there. I agree with your point about the Browns because I don't see that as a cohesive unit yet. No. I still see a bunch of individuals yeah. mm-hmm. going out there and playing football. Mm-hmm. And when you hit adversity like they're hitting adversity. You got to have some sort of, you know, establishment of team there for mm-hmm. you to be able to persevere through that. And I don't see that. Yeah. I still see they, they Odell and Baker and Freddie Kitchens. I, yeah. I I don't see a leader on that team. And I don't see somebody who's going to, you know, bring that unit together. Yeah. The, the, and the biggest mismatch I see almost every week, like this week, it's John Harbaugh against uh, Freddie Kitchens. Like Oof. that. It, not, it's not just every every week, like the next week, it'll be Sean McVay, Freddie Kitchens. The next one, it'll be Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick. It, it, it's just and not. He's, he's going to be, if this Browns team continues the way they're going, he's going to be the scapegoat. Yeah. He'll be the first guy to go. I mean, the, this Browns offense is prime offense for an air raid, air raid style. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not what Freddie's bringing them. And I just think he needs to at least relinquish the play calling abilities and find someone, a Mike Leach decide and and let them the players loose. The most surprising thing so far about the Browns offense is how few slants Odell has run. Yeah. Odell yeah. is slant. Odell master. plus slant equals completion. Yeah, that, like touchdown. almost and, every time. Touchdown. And sometimes touchdown, right? <laughs> I the one he the one he the caught was, yard, the, yep, was, was a was touchdown. A it's like if I'm if I'm Baker and I'm Odell, I'm going to coach. I'm saying uh-huh. you paid this guy this money, you traded for him. For slants, yeah. and we're not running slants. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How do you, how do you, Odell can't be the one to do yeah. that because then everybody look yeah. at Odell like he's yeah. the same. Now, how do you guys feel about Rex Ryan coming out and saying like Baker Mayfield is insanely overrated? Um, I would say you were also national. I mean, Rex yeah. Ryan doesn't <laughs> You're not wrong, Rex, right but you were also reason, pretty over, overrated. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. that day, I don't. Ba- I mean, Baker hasn't done as well as last year. The and fact that Baker dignified that with a response kind of disappointing. Yeah, yeah. but just, like. The offense, his is, offense the offense is, is terrible for his style of play uh, and the talent around yeah. the receivers. I mean, on that third and ten to end the game, all it was a it was a hail mary. Mm, yeah, and I just think it's a waste of all the talent they have in that in the wide receiver room, game. the tight ends. His like, offensive line is the, terrible too. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Who who are they playing against? The Rams. The Rams just yeah. they they had so much pressure on them and. Chris Collinsworth kept saying, whenever like Baker holds the ball for over two and a half seconds, it does not go well. You know what's the perfect uh-huh. anti-pass rush route? Slant. 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 Yeah. Slant. Yeah. Slant. And he is he he's escaping the pocket really, 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 really quickly. Um, and that that I would one, be too. One, I'd be scared. Yeah, yeah. That's Aaron what I'm Donald, saying. I'm Aaron Donald. I'm scared. Yeah, it's a testament to, to his weak offensive NFL. line. Um, but also, I th- I think Baker uh, he can succeed with like throwing on the run too. He, he can, um, but it's not ideal. It's right? not ideal. Yeah, he's a pocket passer yeah. for the, the most part. The this is why I always say right, 
we we can all agree that between Nick Chubb, Odell, Jarvis, Baker, they have they're great at the skill positions. But the offense doesn't look great because you build a football team from the inside out. Exactly. You build, you start on the O line, you start on the D line, and you fill everything else in. And we have arguably oh, one of the exactly exactly <laughs> every time. You know what? It's cool. Okay. It's cool. So right, should we run down the games for our, no for our next oh, segment? We gotta we're do the three and team contender versus pretender. I forgot about that. So. Uh, we just went over 0-3 teams, so now it's time to go over 3-0 and teams. Mm. Can we count the Packers? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Not anymore. <laughs> nope, not anymore. <coughs> I'm so, so sick. I just want to put that out there. I'm um, so sick. So oh, for uh, a pretender, I'm going to start with Michelle. Wall we'll name one. Um, I feel like I'm going to take everyone's thunder here. 49ers. Me too. Pretender. Me too. Well, actually, teams yeah, beat yeah. One I, I know Eddie's going to want to say Not pretender like as in like they're not a good football team, but pretender as in like. Uh, not not up there. Like, not yeah, up there with, with the Chiefs and exactly. the Cowboys okay, and the Rams exactly. and the Patriots. I, I put the Patriots and the Chiefs in their own tier. Yeah, like, yeah they're no not. In we're not including team. them in, in this discussion. Yeah. But to me, well, I think the Niners are making the playoffs. So that makes the, the, the Niners we'll may make the playoffs. Does making the playoffs inherently make you a contender? See, I don't. I don't think they're making the playoffs. With the okay. Rams twice, Seattle twice, Saints, Atlanta, Ravens, and the Packers still to go. They're, they're going to win some of those games, I think. I, I'm excited tough. to see. Uh, this is Jimmy's year. If he's going to be the guy that everyone thinks he's going to be, exactly. it's, he's got to do it now. Problem is, I mean, the turnovers. That team, yeah. I don't know how they won against the Steelers. That. Well, they won five because turnovers the in the defense, first half. The or? defense kept them in the game. The defense yeah. just kept on making standards. I don't know if it was the defense versus the inefficiency of the Steelers' offense. Mm. Does, be, does being able to make the playoffs inherently make you a contender? In in my mind, no. I it, I to me, a contender no. is a team I can feasibly see making their conference mm-hmm. championship and being like actually being ex- yeah. Yeah, exactly contending team. in that conference yeah. championship. Yeah. I don't see that from right. the Niners. In my I, definition, I would, I would just because our expectation of the Niners were we didn't really have expectations of them coming into the year, just for them to start three and zero, and I think for them to make the playoffs would make them contenders in their own right. And this is the year that Kyle Shanahan finally has the offense that he really wants, and Rob Sala finally. Can coordinate the defense that he wants with the pass rush. He can rush forward to the quarterback instead of blitzing and let you know everyone else just sit in the secondary. And then Kyle Shanahan just has weapon after weapon versatility around him, and he loves letting Jimmy uh, loves letting Jimmy G throw to every one of them. And this is the year that basically Shanahan and Sala gets to say, "This is my system. I'm going to prove that this works." Yeah, it'd be nice. It'd be nice to see them have a successful year. They haven't since Kaepernick's year in eleven. Mm-hmm. But hashtag Sonny Kaepernick. I don't see I don't see a, a contending team with all the turnovers they've they've. Yeah, they, they, I, they I, I disagree with up. your point that uh, based on their expectation they make them contenders. I think a contender isn't based on your what your expectations were before the season, just what you're capable of doing during the season. And I don't see them coming out of an NFC or making an NFC championship when they have to go through a team like the Eagles, the Saints. The um the Seahawks Cowboys, Packers the Cowboys I guess Rams. I guess but can I say my pretender I really want to say my pretender the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> <laughs> they're always pretenders no nah, it's always nah. the, this well, is the okay, year okay okay oh, no, no 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 I, I do get that from from Dallas fans we I mean our fan base can be annoying but when you have so many stars on that team you have seven to eight notable like just pro they're just yeah. they're, they're pretenders you, you, I don't think so you want, you want, you want to hear why Wait, no, let's hear but, why let's hear why okay. Let's hear why. Just, okay. just hear me out he's okay. gonna be wrong okay. so it'll be funny I have two words 
Dak Prescott. Okay. That's why they're I don't disagree. I don't Dak Prescott is the best argument against the Dallas Cowboys. You cannot win a Super Bowl on the back of Dak we'll Prescott. We'll and eventually, you're going to come across a team who is able to scheme out and limit no, what Ezekiel Elliott can do. And he's going to say, Dak, you win this game. And I guarantee you, Dak is not going to come up to the, the point. The, the strength about playing deep into the playoffs when it gets cold is a strong running yeah. game oh, yeah. and a strong you. defense. I agree with Our you. defense is insane. Eh, insane? We haven't had to... The defense hasn't had to show their show their stripes, really. Insane. Um. But the thing we forget, I I'm not the biggest Dak fan. Mm-hmm. He neither. throws the ball Me high neither. all the time. Yeah, he can't for, hit the deep ball. For 30 years, I'm gonna get like chills every time some, the announcer says ball high because so many interceptions from that. Right. But the one thing I have to say about Dak is he is clutch. He is, he is clutch. clutch. He is. And that's how you win. That's how you sneak a Super Bowl out. You know, with riding on your your. Supreme talent. Would you say this most talented team in the league? No, no. I I would say that the uh, on Eagles paper, are up there. On paper, the Philadelphia Eagles, Eagles are, are the most there. talented team in the league. Yeah. However, I would agree with you that up to this point, they look like the most talented team in the league because they've played subpar talent. Um, yeah. But I, I'd like to. I I I'm really interested in seeing what you guys are going to do against the Saints this week. That's going to tell me a lot. That's I'm really excited for this Patriots Cowboys matchup. For, for a number of reasons, I, I don't. I don't think the Cowboys are going to be able to pull that one out in Foxborough. No one really pulls anything out in Foxborough. Yeah. Um, but the Eagles pulled one out over the Patriots <laughs> in the Super Bowl. With who? Um, with Nick Foles. Yeah, with Nick. Foles. Our Lord and Savior, Nick Foles. <laughs> but what what I'm going to see from this game is Bill Belichick is going to game plan. I, I don't know what Bill Belichick is going to game plan against oh, with game, this. Oh, Bill Belichick I mean, is going they won't to even, expose Dak Prescott. He's going to you expose. You think, but, but ah. their strength, they can't get to him. No one can get to Dak. Dak is safe. Dak, Dak is very Dak safe in there. in there for 15 seconds. But the ball, I think please. that he's going to be able to disguise his coverages really well. And that, I mean, that Patriots secondary might go down in history. I mean, this Patriots defense might be down in history as the greatest defense of all time. This current Patriots? This current Patriots no, they, they have wow. a bunch of young guys. They, they have. They, this is the best defense in yeah. Bill Belichick's tenure. Oh, really in, oh, in Bill Belichick. I thought you meant like in the NFL history, the best defense ever. Like that's I, I right. St- I, I mean, right now they're I, above the eighty-five Bears in points really? per game. They haven't allowed I mean, a that's touchdown. Three games. They've though. also played. They played. They played, Miami. they played terrible teams. Yeah, but. You can I, say the same thing about the Cowboys too. So it's you. It's, yeah, it's interesting. You've got three no teams, in Patriots, Cowboys. And 49ers who have not played any any talent. I mean, you know the Patriots are legit. You have to think the Cowboys are are the real deal because of their past three years. Do I? It, it will be interesting what they do going into this matchup. I it will say a lot. Yeah. I I the Cowboys will always and forever be a pretender until I see them actually yeah. go win no, the chip. Because I, I, for the past no, two decades, it's always been you know what they're capable of and they never exactly. produce. No, so I, to me, they're a pretender. I get that, and that, that's kind of like. Going on the basketball side, that's how I feel about the Clippers. Okay. Um, hmm. and, yeah. But at Ooh. least another cross, day crossing yeah. sports out here. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, I, I get that sentiment because a lot of Cowboy fans can be very, very. Annoying. Yeah, but a lot of Eagles fans I mean, can be annoying. Yeah. <laughs> can we talk about? Uh, I was just catching the babies, unlike Aguilar. Yeah. That yeah. was legendary. Yeah. That's some legendary stuff yeah. right there. That but, just goes to show you how dedicated we are, because that yeah. man's out there catching babies from a burning building. And grown about men. Why the Eagles lost. And grown men. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And he's complaining. Hakeem Law. 
Shout out Hakeem Law. Come Cal- on the podcast. I actually, I actually have the Rams as a pretender. Really, I like it. You know, like because it. they have. Is it because of Jared Goff? That's interesting. No, it's just because it, just as a team they haven't looked yeah. inspiring at all. And these the, first no, two no. weeks. And their running, their running game situation oh, yeah. is just not the same. It's, it's I mean, Todd Todd Gurley has arthritis. Arthritis. No, like, has why arthritis. are we not talking? He has literally arthritis in his knee. Like the, you know that thing that. 90 year old women having their knuckles that they can't move their hands because of he has that in his knee like why is no one talking about that watch next time you you really tune into a Rams game watch Todd Gurley after he gets tackled he does not look happy he Mm. he looks like he's in pain and then he's always on that bike keeping it loose yeah I just think you know he was one of the most fun players to watch in the NFL Uh his first three years yeah and I, not, it's a bummer. They're not feeding him the same any too. Yeah, it's I mean like, they're okay. manager, they're they managing his yeah. workload. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a real uh, sad story. Yeah, they, um, yeah. It's, the Rams, it's just one of those things. Yeah. that's unfortunate because it was due to complications from his ACL surgery. Yeah, right? yeah. And that's just unfortunate because yeah. that's something that you can't prevent. It just happened. And, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. They just don't look as they just don't. That's look a good pick. That's a good pick. As energetic as Yeah. I like I like Jared Goff and Cooper Cup. That's what they didn't have last year. The end. Yeah. And they have such a connection. Yeah. That I, I think they're still going to be a playoff team, in mm-hmm. my opinion. But I agree. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be mean, the Super Bowl contenders. In the NFC, who are your contenders? Seahawks, Saints. If Seahawks? They can, if, see, I think so. I After think Seahawks. Pummel at home? I think Seahawks. Philadelphia Eagles. Philadelphia Cowboys. <laughs> NFC is loaded. I cannot wait NFC's for us loaded. to whoop y'all's rear ends. Yep. That's going to happen. <laughs> remember remember that time they said that was going to happen and then we won the Super Bowl? <laughs> I think we still beat y'all, though. In, like, the last game of the season when we didn't play any of our starters, but hey, you know, if you want to take... you guys both if, if you want, if you want, No, that was the... No, no, I specifically remember because Nigel Bradham recovered a fumble and took it to the end zone for a touchdown. Then the next year you beat us both times, but hey, we made it to the same level in the playoffs, so... Yeah. Was it really a win? All right. Was it really so, a win? for this rundown... Um, let's run down the games. Yep. Yeah, let's run down the game. So obviously the Eagles beat the Packers last last night. Yeah. So the yeah. game. Why don't we talk about our records though? Oh, oh let's talk right, about like records. Who do we yes, have last week? yes, yes. So, so last week, uh, Eddie got the best of us, mm. twelve um, and three on predictions. He won twelve and three. And I just want to shout out myself. Uh, I called Mike Evans to get one ninety two touchdowns. He had one ninety three touchdowns. So I will Wait, see your shout out and I will raise you a shout out. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll raise you a shout out because I called the Giants beating the Buccaneers because of Daniel Jones. I called that. <laughs> okay. Me. Okay. And it um, hurt me because I don't like the Giants. And then yeah, me and Reagan went eleven, 11 and four. four. And then we'll see how Michelle does mm-hmm. and with all of us uh, next week. So keep tabs see. on our predictions. <laughs> all right. So rundown. Uh, Redskins Giants. We'll we'll go this way. Start with Reagan. Redskins Giants. I had. Who did I have? I'm gonna go with the the, the Giants there. Mm-hmm. Even though you know no Saquon, it, it's kind of easier to game plan for the Giants when you don't have the best running back in the NFL there. But I still think Daniel Jones is going to rip that secondary apart. And it's because I've seen that secondary get ripped apart literally by everyone from Carson Wentz to Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. And if Trubisky can rip you apart, you're going to get ripped apart by anybody. So yeah. I got the Giants. Um, I was going to go. Mm, I want to go with the Giants because I want Daniel Jones to keep doing well, uh, especially with the adversity of Saquon being out. Mm-hmm. That's tough, though. Uh, I'll, I'll stick with the Giants because they're at home. I have Giants because... I think Jay Gruden says they're going to keep starting Case Keenum. 
I think I think if they were starting Dwayne Imagine Haskins, Dwayne the Haskins. Daniel Jones Dwayne Haskins matchup would be intriguing, but they're gonna go boring. So, not, uh, Dwayne Haskins is not ready. Ask anyone. Dwayne Haskins is he's Mate. not looking good in practice. Um, I'm also going with the Giants. They're at home. Washington's looked like one of the worst teams in the NFL. Yeah, Giants have a, their weaknesses, their their defense, and who's threatening them yeah. under the Redskins, you know? Well, mm-hmm. Also, rum, rumor has it, Jay Gruden loses game. He's, He's out. Yeah. He's out. Yeah. That's, that's the word on the that street. Mm. Um, so, next one, we can start on that side. Uh, Chiefs-Lions. <laughs> this is a fun game. It's Patrick Mahomes' first game in a dome. and mm. Really? Really? Yeah. First game in a dome, and I'm taking... <laughs> Just airing it out, throwing 90-yard bombs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's going to have fun. Patrick <laughs> Mahomes is going to have fun. 600 yards. And I wish Detroit was in that list of three no teams because I believe Detroit big old fat pretender yeah me too yeah. well i was gonna um, say detroit's an undefeated team me too. technically uh, technically, technically. I, have chief, the I have chiefs winning 31 20 though just mm. believe in the chiefs i got i got the chiefs i have the chiefs as well across all right, the board. so for the next game uh we got titans falcons titans falcons i actually this had the titans tough one. Here. i had the tight it was a tough one i had the titans um I, I don't see the Titans really stopping or the Falcons stopping that running game with Derrick Henry. He's looked pretty good this year so far. Um, and I don't know. You you alluded to this last week. The Falcons just kind of look tired. Although they're, they're not, the Falcons they're not are looking. playing at home and it's yeah, hard to bet against Atlanta at home. So and I'm going to go Falcons. I'm going Falcons. I'm going Titans. I'm going Falcons. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Browns, Ravens. <laughs> this is another tough one. It was tough. Um, I'm going to take. I'm going to take Cleveland. Their season's oh, on the line. Okay. Okay. I can see that, though. Yeah, their season's on the line. I can see that. Baker, I feel like he's going to have one of those games. Um, uh, and Ravens, D. I don't have too much reason for this pick besides I just feel it. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it's a gut feeling. It's a gut feeling. Yeah. I checked the injury report. I think Denzel Ward and Greedy Williams is still questionable. Really? Mm-hmm. So if, if they're out, then I think... Lamar yeah. might take yeah. advantage of that with the pass catch. So is yours contingent on that? Well, I'm, I'll just pick Ravens right yeah, now just Ravens. based on the news I'm hearing. And I think the Ravens uh, defense is going to want to murder uh, Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Their D-line is, is going to come after and want to make a statement. Uh, so I, I'm picking Ravens. I also have the Ravens. Don't you think Baker thrives under that pressure? He though? does. He does. But he, Has he shown us that he does? He did in college, and he did kind of last year. He did. I haven't seen it yet this year, though. That yeah. should be a good game, though. It should be. I'm going to tune yeah. into that one. I'm not sure if uh, the Browns' defense has anyone who's capable of chasing Lamar Jackson around. And I, I see him kind of, you know, even though he, I guess he doesn't want to, I can yeah. see him rushing for, you know, 70-plus yeah. on mm, Yeah. All right. The issue is the... I mean, the Ravens' run games look so dominant, and Mark the Ingram best, the best player on Browns' defense, Miles Garrett, Miles Garrett is not, is not run, a run. He's not a run, run guy. Yeah. 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 All right. So the next game, Raiders Colts, the easy one for me. Yeah. Colts. 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 Okay. No need to discuss. So the next one, uh, <laughs> Pat's Bills, can be more interesting than people would initially oh, think. Oh, very interesting. But I have the Bills upsetting. I have the, the Bills as well. Come here, Eddie. Bills all I'm, day. They're going into that hostile environment, okay? <laughs> There's no way that that built that is going to be 
filled to the brim with Bills fans, and you know those people are they're clinically insane. To, they're ready. They're to clinically insane. <laughs> they hate the Patriots. I think Josh Allen. You know, he has surprised me thus far this year. That, that connection between him and John Brown is real, and I didn't think so at first. But you know, that is a tr- real. I picked him up in fantasy. That's a real connection. I got the pills. No way you're starting him this week though in fantasy. <laughs> no, no. I have Michael Thomas and Odell. I'm not I, doing that. I got, <laughs> I got, I got the Patriots. I got the Patriots yeah, as well. It's I'm not, not that hard. I'm not uh, thinking about you it You don't too bet much. against them. Um, yeah, that's true. I mean, really? I wouldn't, but something just tells me yeah, me too. that the Patriots might be a little bit sleepy this week. A little yeah. bit. I can see that. I, I, they've I had the see. best start in recent memory. That's true, but then this is the first team that I think they're playing so far this year that's going to really test their toughness and they might just need this week as a wake-up call and then the Patriots might go undefeated the rest of the year. Yeah. I but think it's going to be a close game but Patriots pull it out in I, the end. Yeah. I can see a, a situation where you know the Patriots you know they approach each week methodically you know they don't really have any highs and lows. I feel like the Bills locker room is like really intensely wanting this game right yeah. now and yeah. I, I think that fire is going to ultimately what puts them, be what puts them over the edge. Okay. Um, so the the next game we got the Panthers Texans. Um, we'll start with Reagan on this. I got the Texans. Deshaun Watson. Same. Yeah. yeah. I have Texans in a close game, super high scoring game. Yeah. Texans at home. I'm gonna take okay. them. They had a great showing against a tough Chargers team last week, and wouldn't wouldn't bet against them right now. Mm-hmm. For sure. Okay. Dolphins Chargers. I got the Chargers. Chargers. That's Chargers. I mean, what if I? What if Dolphins. I? Dolphins. Whoa. No. Stop. No. No. <laughs> don't, don't ruin your record. Um, Rams. Bucks. Easy to me too. I think the Rams win a close game, 27-24. It'll be closer than Rams. people think. Yeah, I, I got the Rams. I got the, the Rams, Rams as well. Uh, Seahawks. Cardinals. I got the Seahawks. 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 Seahawks wouldn't be surprised if. The Cardinals pulled this one out. Really? Yeah. Okay. Their defense okay. hasn't looked good, and I think Russell Wilson might just carve it up with Tyler Lockett. Yeah, and, true. And yeah. Cook. So next game, Vikings Bears. I think Dalvin Cook is just playing way too. But that well, Bears defense. I, I know, I know, but that Bears offense. Yeah, I agree with you. I got, I got the Vikings. This will be a really interesting one because Dalvin Cook is the unstoppable force meeting the Chicago Bears immovable object I for like this it. week. I, got the I have I have the Bears pulling out just because Kirk Cousins in pressure, because it's, <laughs> it's going to be a close <laughs> game. And Kirk Cousins in you pressure. will get three great quarters out of Kirk Cousins and then one god awful one. I've got the Bears pulling it out too at home, and I just don't see Kirk Cousins beating them. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. Plain and so simple. Next game, Jags Broncos. I got Denver. Yeah, I got. I got I've, Denver. I've Denver. I think as much as Jaylen, I hate to go against Gardner Minshew, I, I think that. Uh, now that it's kind of been publicly recognized that the Broncos are kind of lacking in the in the quarterback pressure area, I think Von Miller and Bradley Chubb are coming out there with a vengeance, and yeah. they're going to get to that. Record. And they're at home. And then Jalen Ramsey is still trashing the organization. Yeah, it's still I'm gonna dysfunctional. Go, I'm going to go ahead and pick Jacksonville here. Minshaw, mm. Minshaw Madness, Minshaw Mania, <laughs> Minshew, Minshew. I would not be mad at that. Minshew's my guy. Okay, so Cowboys Saints, Saints are you know at home. You're picking. Saints are at home. We'll start with Reagan. Does it need to be said? Go ahead. I mean, I want to get it on record. Make it official. The Saints. I okay. mean, come on now. It's, <laughs> it's the first time Dak Prescott's actually playing a competent defense. He's going to look like what about last Dak year? Prescott. The Saints haven't even actually looked that competent. They're competent defense. enough to make Dak Prescott I'm look a, like an average quarterback, I'm, which he is. I'm going to go with the Cowboys. Got to go with my team. All right. I got Saints at home. I don't pick against the Saints at home. Fair. I'm picking Cowboys. So, hot okay. take of the week Dak Prescott throws at least three interceptions. Okay. We'll see about hot that. Hot take. 
three uh, interceptions. Hot take of the week. Uh, last game. It runs for two. Last game, we got the Bengals <laughs> and the Steelers. This is the Monday night game, right? This is the worst they game to pick. Two NFL, three games please stop doing this. Please giving us, they're giving us the most trash. We don't even want like, this one. Prime this time one. lineup. Yeah. Like, uh, Jesus. Two zero and three teams on prime I got time. the Steelers because they're at home. That's really the um, Yeah, Steelers. It's going to be a pitiful game, but yeah. the Steelers have more talent here. I'm actually taking the Bengals. I'm taking the Bengals on that one. All right. Andy Dalton. Should be a fun week of football. Okay. Thank you, guys. Uh, This is uh, our second edition of the Triple Coverage Podcast. Yes, sir. Uh, We had our special guest, Michelle, with us today. Can I say it? Special guest. Can I say it? What you got to say? Don't throw in the triple coverage. Hey. (laughs) See you all next week. All right. Peace out.